we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for November 16th, 2020. And I'm going to continue along the lines of talking about this great reset. I've, I've had a ton of inquiries from my listeners about it. And I, I like to a lot of times look at things from different perspectives and angles. This is from the Ice Age Farmer. He just released this today. And it's called The Next Crisis Bigger Than COVID. Power Grid and the Financial System Down and the WEF Cyber Polygon. Now, I had never heard of this. And this is more of an updated version on what I just covered in the last part of part two on the Great Reset, but it heavily figures into that. So I'm going to go ahead and just roll this video here. Ladies and gentlemen, a new narrative is rolling out right now, one which describes a new crisis, a crisis which dwarfs in terms of societal and economic impacts COVID-19. COVID-19, for which we shut down the entire economy and locked people in their homes. What could possibly be more socially and economically impactful than that? Yeah. Let's talk about it. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer broadcast. I believe that there will be another crisis. Uh, it will be more significant. And, you know, we need to actually start preparing for that now. When we do see this next crisis, it will be faster than what we've seen with COVID. Uh, this is Jeremy Jurgens, managing director of the World Economic Forum. So Klaus Schwab, this guy, uh, I believe Harvard graduate dude, uh, you know, they're, uh, you're, you're hearing from Satan when you, when you hear from these people. Initial growth rate will climb, uh, be much steeper. Uh, the impact will be greater. And as a result, the economic and social uh, implications will be even more significant. So the next crisis is going to be way worse is what he's saying. Like, how would they know that ahead of time unless they had already pre-planned it? COVID-21, which is what they're talking about. This second lockdown, we're, we're right in the beginning of it right now. And we're going to be looking at some of the aspects of that. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to it in this part or not. I mean, this is, I don't know how I'm going to cover all this stuff for this day, but it's super important, everything that I need to go over. I just hope I can get to it all. I hope I have the energy to get through this all. But anyway, yeah, this guy is a Harvard graduate and, um, you know, just totally, so he's got more more things that where he serves Satan than you can even imagine. It shows his, you know, all of his uh, accomplishments or all the things that he's done and uh, the guy is, is totally a mouthpiece for Satan. More significant, what is this next crisis that we just heard Jeremy Jurgens, Harvard-educated managing director of the World Economic Forum, describing? Well, now let's hear from Klaus Schwab himself. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario. Now, here's the architect of it all. This is the guy we've been talking about. The guy who wrote COVID-19, The Great Reset, and the other, the other book on the Fourth Industrial Revolution. This is, you're hearing as close to Satan, as far as a mouthpiece for Satan. This is about as close as anything I could play for you. For comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation. So he's warning us about what they're going to do. This is, again, 
the Kabbalistic Luciferian principle of warning your enemies about what they're getting ready to do to you. It's something I've been warning about a long time. Whether this is an EMP, some type of grid down scenario caused by only God knows what. Could be terrorist attacks, could be EMPs, uh, could be natural disasters, could be whatever. Sabotage. This is what he's telling you is going to happen probably in the very near future. And, and I've been warning about this for years. Capital services, our society as a whole, the COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. <laughs> to use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Yes, a cyber pandemic. And before we even pandemic. talk about what that is, I just want to again appreciate that we just heard two leaders of the World Economic Forum promise that we are going to have a new crisis soon that dwarfs COVID which has already spelled the end of the world as we know it. Right. So this is something severe, and we need to take notice. This is much bigger than the project for a new American century, anticipating a, uh, a new Pearl Harbor, or the Event 201 expecting a pandemic, or even the food chain reaction game describing the food shortages we're seeing now after a pandemic. Each of these events involved lots of multinational companies coming together for a tabletop exercise, outlining the changes they wished to implement anyway, their agenda. And then, when these crises occur, seizing the opportunity to execute on those agendas. That's exactly what's happening here. So the whole premise here, you can see, look, it's the same language template even. Quote, like the pandemic, cybercrime does not respect borders or ideologies. No one organization can fight it alone. That's the exact copy as from the food chain reaction game um, because global problems require global solutions and that's where these globalists walk in with their altruistic sounding philanthropic objectives and then execute on their agendas so the whole premise here for why 2020 is now a cyber security you know what's why is this all of a sudden happening is because due to covid people are forced to work from home and these people, you know, there's an increased security surface. People don't understand security practices. They're writing down passwords on sticky notes and who knows. And so as a result, everyone is much more vulnerable in 2020. Now, this is true to some extent. But when you look at the players that were coming together for the 2020 Cyber Polygon event. Again, it's just like Event 201 and the Food Chain Reaction Game. It's a tabletop exercise describing how organizations can re react to this new uh, cybercrime-rich environment of the 2020s, of this new normal. One of the chief people involved in this whole um, cyber polygon effort was Salesforce. Here is their chief trust officer describing how we really need to take cybersecurity differently in the new normal. Here's a report from Accenture doing the same thing, the Threatscape report from Accenture talks about in the 2020s, no one could have anticipated what's going on. We have unprecedented circumstances opening the door to innovative cybercrime. Accenture is a huge consulting company, and they're one of the main proponents 
participants of this cyber polygon event. Let's look at the others. See if you detect a pattern here. AIG, Bank of America, Credit Suisse, Equifax, the credit rating agency, JPMC, Morgan Chase, MasterCard, PayPal, SWIFT, the International Transactions Clearing Network, UBS, Zurich Insurance Group, a lot of finance and bank players and insurance players there. Also some tech companies like Palo Alto Networks and Salesforce, Amazon Web Services, China Southern Power Grid, Cisco, Cloudflare, HP, uh, Hitachi, Huawei, IBM, Microsoft, Palantir, a surveillance company straight out of CIA funding, PayPal, um, and then of course BlackRock is in there as well, Deep State Finance uh, Central. So you see we have representatives from a few different areas here, but it seems as if the cybercrime that's being discussed here definitely is finance heavy. And if we're talking, especially the SWIFT network, if we're talking about threats to international transactions, clearings, um, that affects all transactions, all financial transactions right now. And so when we hear the rhetoric from Klausi and Jeremy about this is going to be a crisis which dwarfs everything else, it happens ridiculously quickly, and the impacts are off the scale, everyone is affected. And then Klaus goes on to say the power grid goes down, and the banking institutions are all involved. We can see here, banking will be affected. I don't want to get too far into high-octane speculation, but between the rhetoric and the participants, I think it's fair to say there is an event scripted in the near future to take down one or both the power grid and the finance. President Trump already passed in 2017 Executive Order 13800, which sought to harden the, uh, our infrastructure, especially critical infrastructure like the power grid, against cyber attacks, almost as if they have some insight into a potential threat along this vector. And then certainly throughout this last nine months of the pandemic, and it's it's not just the World Economic Forum that's talking about this. We have been pummeled with predictive programming through the media about the threats to our power grid particularly. Take a look. Even most recently from the New York Times, it is the same Russians who hacked the election that are now targeting the power grid and our nuclear plants. You can't. I'm just going to let that sit there. I don't think you can make this up at this point. The propaganda is so thick and dense, they're weaving their Russian hacker story right along into this cybersecurity and power grid story. But again, look at, look at the, the, the uh, tapestry that has been woven over these last few months. Hackers are targeting the remote workers who keep your lights on. As I said, now that they're having to work remotely and write down passwords willy-nilly, uh, hackers can target them, and this includes utility companies. Cybersecurity, more important than ever due to COVID-19. This was in May, as time goes on. This is from the World Economic Forum. Why COVID-19 is making utilities more vulnerable to cyber attacks and what we can do about it. This is back in April. Again, they've been laying the framework, creating that foundation and, and uh, establishing the predictive programming. From the Hill in August, officials warn of increasing cyber threats to our critical infrastructure during the pandemic, notably the power grid. 
Moving on, in September, whether facing a cyber attack or a pandemic, preparation is critical. And we're going to explain why cybersecurity is critical for the utility industry now in the era, the new normal of COVID-19. Even most recently, just at the end of October, cybersecurity is going to be a crucial priority in utility companies' agenda as threats continue to grow amid COVID-19. And then just last week, the U.S. power sector has prevented millions of cyber attacks in 2020, which takes 24-7 commitment. Now they're giving you the sense that these attacks are already happening, that it's constantly happening, and it's only by virtue we're hanging by a thread at any moment. This team of incredibly talented people, might they might actually fail, and then we'd be going back to the Stone Age for some amount of time. So I just wanted to mention that the media has been planting this seed as well. And you need to be aware of this, and we need to be discussing this, trying to keep it from happening, by virtue of spreading the word about it, if at all possible. But certainly we need to be bracing for it and understanding exactly who the players are behind it, and that this is absolutely a critical part of the larger Great Reset agenda that the World Economic Forum is out there pushing right now. There's a reason Klaus Schwab is running this event, talking about cybersecurity in 2020 suddenly being a new risk to you. And I will that, be- Again, I think that has everything to do with the Kabbalistic principle of them warning you ahead of time of what they're getting ready to do to you. Um, all right. So then the next report, and I just moved this up in the, in the report because this is very much related to this and it's entitled internet kill switch slated for possible activation. Uh, I have received the following Intel from a U.S. from a U.S. department of defense contractor. It appears plans are in the works to shut off the internet and make certain first responders and military will have all, will all have access to their private internet known as FirstNet. Here's the communication I received from a DoD contractor. I just got off the conference call and the subject of FirstNet came up. FirstNet is the military's private internet. First responders can also access the system. It's like a backup to the internet for the military and for the communication should they go down. A scenario for 10 days with no internet or cell service was mentioned. No internet or cell service, meaning total blackout of communications. Then they went to a completely different topic. Now, I I would think that if that happens, uh, when it does come back online, the internet will be very, very different. Like sites like mine would probably be gone. And you would only have access to official propaganda. I would think that if, from a satanic standpoint, that would be the most logical way to do that. Now, I can't be dogmatic. I'm just saying... From a satanic standpoint, it seems like it would make the most sense. Uh, he goes on to say, all I know is I have no other details as to why. Not sure what they think may happen. Maybe being intentionally, uh, intentional way to stop news. Well, yeah, I'd be sure. Your guess, I mean, look at all they're doing right now to censor. But this would be the ultimate way to censor, you know. Your guess is as good as mine. Thought it was worthy to pass along. Are you interested if anyone else is hearing anything like this? Or if anything is happening out there? with cell towers isps stuff like that okay so we have that now uh remember what i said before about dr june and they were driving back from dc from this weekend okay they were at the big you know trump stop the steel rally okay well this is this is her and her son talking prior to the clip that i played i just felt like the clip that i played earlier fit better into that part of the study it wouldn't have fit into this part. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I try to be cognizant of that, 
when I'm when I'm putting teachings together, I, a lot of times they'll fit together like a jigsaw. And it, it, for me, it's a matter of finding all the pieces in the way they fit best. So this is talking about uh, Washington, D.C. that just happened, the Great Reset and other news. Okay, and I believe this. they just posted this today. So I'm going to play a couple different clips here. He just left Steve and Yana. A 60 minutes interview about the vaccines. So I guess she they had just met with Steve and Yana on Israeli News Live, I believe, their channel. And now they're talking a little bit about some 60 minutes interview. I, I can only imagine what they were saying about how the wonderful... Um, Somebody's saying here the 60 Minutes interview about the vaccines was very alarming. The words the general used were execute order and D-Day. That General Perna guy that I talked about, I'm sure it was him, who's yoked up with Trump, who's yoked up with Fauci, who who are bringing about Operation Warp Speed. But again, 99% of the, of the, of the people that identify themselves as Christian and Christian ministries won't talk about that. They act like it's good. But this general used the terms execute order and D-Day regarding the coming vaccine. Blaming. We're very alarming. Alarming. The words the general used, exercise. Execute order and D-Day. Yes, I know. I saw that. Did they ask him in that 60-minute interview why they chose to call him a czar? I'd really like to ask you that myself. Right, right. Why vaccine czar? Well, let's finish with the Great Reset and get that out of the way. Brian, the Great Reset is, uh, remember we told you about everything switching over uh, to the digital economy, to the one world religion, and, and the global shift that we are in right now. COVID-19 is being used as an excuse to flip over to this new world, this new society, and these new rules, okay? So the Great Reset, we're going to see the shift literally take place in January, I mean in 2021. So they are talking about the Great Reset is the World Economic Forum, and you can go from there, Brock, talking about that. So we have been trying to put out you know, the message, sound the alarm about the World Economic Forum. That's right. Okay, this is where the world agenda is put out, hiding in plain sight, out the in the open. Is, yes. All of their agendas is simply on there. You can click on it for any subject that you care about. You can go on there and see it. They have their agenda and how everything in the world ties in with each agenda okay so a world economic forum each year they meet once a year in january in davos switzerland in the beautiful snow-capped mountains when it's snowy in the winter time all you know our president the pope you know all these different world leaders and the big uh, secret behind the scene wealthy people all meet there and discuss the world plans that year with the economics. Now, this year they're doing something a little different. They are, they have been promoting this thing they're calling the Great Reset. The Great Reset is a new world economy where it's a digital, a completely digital economy. 
There is a world government. There is a world religion with the Pope. All evangelicals and the Pope are now all under your Christianity. Then you have the Islam and the Judaism all in one religion. Okay? Which is tied in with their new world order that is now saying peace everywhere. Okay? They have all these things happening and it's every January. Now, recently with the vaccine and the new rise of COVID, they're bringing about they're they're all mentioning a dark winter and they're saying that covid and the climate change and all the other things happening is a dark winter and they were meeting in january now they have moved their davos conference or meeting to may in the month of may may 18th okay so now they're saying in the U.S., they're saying that everyone needs to have their vaccine by April, their doses. That's when they're going to go to the require for everybody. So you have... to be ready for the masses. There you go. You have the vaccine by April. You have now the World Economic Forum releasing. They're saying they are going to release all the details of this great reset in May. So May 18th is when that will be happening. Now, that gives us about six months, basically six and a yep. half months, yep. of all of these unknown variables of what is life going to be like? What is this dark winter? What are we looking at between now and then? But That's exactly what I was about to say, Brock. Like, what in the world is going to happen to our, not just our country, but the entire globe that is going to cause people at that time to just walk in and accept it? Yeah. It has to be something traumatic. And the Nar preachers, the Nar prophets and apostles and the super apostles even, are all saying that there's... Nar standing for New Apostolic Reformation. More like the, you know, the people that like Sid, is it Sid Roth on It's Supernatural? The, the kind of people that he interviewed, the ones that have all the prophets on and are saying that Trump is this anointed man of God and they've got all these, and obviously they're not hearing from God. So I believe that's who they're mostly in reference to. Dark times coming in the winter, even though you got the church mimicking the same thing. Okay, so they're saying that it's going to be rough, but then in February, they're going to start a worldwide prayer movement. Okay? Right. And then you have our MAGA million man, MAGA million, or the million MAGA march, or whatever it's called. Uh -huh. You have all that march with the whole election fraud. Now, you always have to ask yourself, when, when all of the news are talking about one thing that is a surface level, intentional, directed energy towards certain news you have to ask yourself what is happening below that surface all right so if they direct all your attention here what bills are they passing in the background okay what that they're not talking about you know what things are happening on a worldwide scale that they're not telling us about guys this is what we hope and we pray that god will help us to help you to be aware and cognizant of when things are happening to look further than what they show you what they want you to know on surface level yeah.
Right, we posted this morning that video on our WATB TV uh, YouTube channel about Brandon Straka from the walkaway movement who partnered with President Trump to pull the vomit out of the Democratic Party over to the Republican Party to partner with the Republican Party which has been taken over by a bunch of moderates uh, which is the same as uh, Mitt Romney who's very moderate and it's his niece that took over the Republican National uh, my, my, Think of moderate as lukewarm and Jesus Christ said he's going to vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth regarding the Laodicean church, which is what we're dealing with here. I mean, if there's ever never been more evidence of that, I don't know that that is absolutely describing the church in the state, the, the, the way God sees it. And, and that confirms all the stuff we're saying about why isn't the church um, going against this? Why, why aren't they seeing the truth? Why aren't they calling out the vaccines? Why, why are they going along with it? Because they're lukewarm. And they're blind and they're wretched and they're naked before God, yet they think they're in need of nothing. They think they're good. They think they're good with God. You know? I mean, I don't think we should ever feel that. <laughs> oh, I'm good with God. I mean, that's pride. I mean, I I, I would probably say I would, would avoid that mindset, you know? I mean, because <laughs> if you start thinking that, then that's pride typically. And that'll that'll that's not a place you want to be. But I'd say that that's absolutely where we're at right now convention and so now uh they were out there today live doing a rally uh talking about what the president has done for all them for the lgbt and transgender community <laughs> was out there waving their flags in the middle of the trump supporters oh. in the middle of the christians and they're waving their flags, and the Christians do not see the warning signs all around them. They don't see any of it. They don't see the COVID-19 thing, how he's Operation Warp Speed right on the speed. They don't see the fact that Trump's amalgamated the, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender agenda. He's their buddies. All the other wicked stuff he's done that I've covered, all the stuff that the, the, the disturbing things he's done regarding the Second Amendment issues that we've covered in the past, they won't call him out on none of it. They might have a blip, like regarding a day where they'll say, well, he shouldn't have, and then you'll never hear anything about it again. That's what happens. I've seen it over and over and over. They just give this guy a free pass no matter what he does. Much less going through the city Friday night when me and Laura was walking through there and saw them doing their parade, doing their Trump unity, doing the MAGA, which we all know M-A-G-A is the highest order of satanism yeah MAGA. and they're out there screaming this and talking about equality and how you just need to judge people because they're all human she goes on there to say that they're they're out there to day de declaring that the beast has been unleashed the gay lesbian bisexual transgenders that are part of trump's and i i think again if he gets back in you know that's going to be for so many people that have been on the Trump train, from a Christian standpoint, they're going to think that's prophetic. That this is a sign from God that he is truly God's and he's overcome all these odds. Despite all the things that have been against him, the mass meeting and all this other stuff, that he still got back in. And, and now we're really going to trust him. I mean, if we ever had any doubts before, 
man, I will roll up your sleeve for you, Trump. We'll take that vaccine. We'll do whatever you say because there's no way that that God didn't have his hand all over this thing. You getting back in and and, and you having favor and you being God's. I, I really think that's what's coming if he gets back in. You know, I don't like to get super dogmatic, but I think from the sources I have, that's still what's indicated. They just drag this thing out, and then the fury is just even ten times greater when they, when uh, he gets back in. If that's ha if that happens, I, I don't know. But uh, all right, so I'm gonna fast forward this a little bit here, uh, and um, uh, then we'll play another clip here. Now, Laura, I would like for you degrees. to tell everybody what what is going on in Colombia. 88 degrees in Arizona. Hallelujah. God is alive. Yeah, y'all listen to this, what she told me and Brock that's happening in Colombia. Listen to this. Okay, now this is, uh, this is I don't know, somebody they brought with them that's in the back seat. Okay? And that's who you're hearing talking. And evidently, I think her mom just came back from Colombia, the, the, the country. And this is what they're being told. About the COVID. Okay, so Bogota, Colombia, South America, guys, is where Laura is from. And she's got some news about how things are going on down in South America. Well, right now, um, in Bogota, it's pretty strict over there. Everything about COVID, everywhere you go, um, restaurants, businesses, you have to enter on a piece of paper or give up your ID number. Wow. So over there, their driver's license, um, they use the, the number for everything. But this time with the... So evidently, everywhere you go over there, you got to give driver's license, social security, whatever their equivalent of that is. I guess in order to go anywhere, and I don't know if that's part of their contact tracing thing where that type of thing, I don't know. But it, it sounds like it's very big brother. It has been just so strict. Everywhere you go, you have to enter your number or your social security number, in this case in Colombia, um, and just input your information, and they just log everything in. I'm sorry. There's the, the, the video feed's super choppy, and it's breaking up, like as far as even the picture's breaking up. So that's why you're hearing. It's not on my end. I can't do anything about it, but I just wanted to let you know. Yes. Okay. Everywhere you go, it's going to be required for you to enter your information that you enter at those premises or that business, that restaurant, etc., uh, to track you. So it's just alarming. And everywhere you go, also, it's just a mask. Obviously, you know, and it's a city, so obviously it's more enforced. But that's something my aunt brought back when she just traveled to Colombia and she was telling me it was extremely overwhelming that she just wanted to come back to America. And, um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I have. Well, kind of like what you said, this lady named Julia says, she was at, I don't know what state this is, but she said, Brock, that she was at a gas station today at a mobile and you can scan your phone to pay, although she thinks that it's cool she also believes that it's a move into this new system. Yeah. Yes. Which all goes back to what you're saying about Colombia. Right. It's all, it's all uh, conditioning the masses for yes. what's coming. Yes. Now, I remember 
way, I mean, years ago, it seemed like. I mean, I was back in Florida, I'm pretty sure. When Mobile, the gas station Mobile, came out with that, it's called Pegasus, that pass. I mean, that's a, that's a cultic as it is. That's, you know, like a Nephilim type creature, you know, part horse, what part bird. Um, <clears throat> and that was where you had, I think they called it a safe pass. And if you got it, you would just wave it in front of the 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 um, gas station thing there, the the gas pump, where in a particular place, and it would scan it. Now back then, I'm like, well, what? I said, what is this? This is conditioning us for the mark of the beast. Where instead of it being something on your keychain, it's going to be in your hand or your right forehead, and then you just scan it right there. And then they came out with the chips in the credit cards and now evidently they're they're up in it where you can scan your phone and it'll just it'll eventually end up in your right hand or your forehead okay that's where this is all heading and it's all training us for that <clears throat> little they're, they're getting people used to this new norm <laughs> a new normal yeah right exactly you know, like on basic stuff like how long does it take to create a new habit right 21 days 21 right. 30 days right that's new habits all right well, how long does it take to make it a lifestyle? They say 90 days, right? You do something for 90 days and longer, you get to the point where it's a lifestyle, and then you get mad at others who haven't put the discipline in to, like right. you have, in order to do it, you know, the way they're being told. But anyways. Hey, well, I, I think he's in reference to there, like the mask wearing. That's the that's the first thing that you had to be. Well, granted, and then all the, the social distancing guidelines and all the restrictions that were being put depended where you lived and that type of thing what state you were in where you lived big city as opposed to country it was, it was all different but i think that's what he's right and even i i really believe even the constant retesting over and over and we're getting to that portion of the of the study today which is one of the most important portions i've ever covered regarding covid19 because there's some really bombshell information in there and then ultimately it'll be getting you just condition to just keep getting your your vaccines and keep getting your genetically altering vaccines over and over every month or whatever the schedule is and perpetuating all this and training you to be this this good new world order slave that's what this is all about hey y'all something do y'all yes, see these lights yeah do y'all see these lights all around yeah i i call these the beast lights Okay, now because what she's describing, they're going under an, they're, they're like at an exit on a major interstate, and they're these big old, I guess, I think a lot of them are newer lights they're putting up, these very substantial light poles with like multiple big lights at the top, and evidently they're, I think they're going to talk about, they're 5G enabled and compliant, and they look like they could withstand a lot of, um, you know, high winds and in these type they're, they're built like battleships these are in certain they're over interpasses uh overpasses and they're in like a circle shape <clears throat> so i don't know why but that's something that i'm but seeing they, they across five, the country they are 5g lights though we looked it yeah. up on the 5g site that we looked up from the government uh -huh. they described them as 5g capable lights and there's I can't remember what they said, but everything is, there are 5G lights and towers now. It's wild. Well, that's like that tower straight ahead there. See how tall it is? Yeah. 
and they've got it lower lower the lower it's to the ground is the more 5g because it has to be lower down but we're seeing a lot more and we can report this to you bride from us traveling through how many states to get to dc three states yeah. virginia tennessee just uh but going through there the infrastructure and they just got back from georgia and florida they've been to florida the infrastructure changes that are taking place across this country is they are they are changing the power grid poles into these big wide fat uh metal poles like it could withstand any storm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Just like eight. these lights right here. Can y'all see them? Those are eight brand new poles. Nine, brand new. Ten, uh, well, solid nine, metal. Twelve of them. Just brand new poles. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're um, hardened, you know, for EMP attack. I yeah. Bet they are. So I wonder if these, because Trump did mention uh, that they, or they put it on the table for him to harden the grid. I believe he said he wanted to, so it might, might be doubling as 5G and a hardened grid at the same time in preparation for what some people believe an EMP attack is coming. Um, I really pray that does not happen, but if things are going to have to be a great reset and things have to be in a certain place of chaos for them to come in and, and bring in you know, the, the whole new world order to save the day, then it'd have to be something horrible. It can't just be something small. Okay, so now what he just said there, and, and that's all I'm going to play on those, but what he just said, again, is what we just covered in the last teaching regarding a potential for grid down scenario, for a potential cyber attack that Klaus Schwab's warning of where, you know, we might have grid down scenario, we might have, who knows, EMP, terrorist attacks, uh, <clears throat> coronal mass ejection from the sun uh, natural events I mean so just we're getting a lot of overlap in, in, in the news that, that could potentially be coming next report in a newly surfaced July interview Fauci warns that widely used COVID tests may pick up dead virus particles that your immune system has eradicated months ago now we've been talking about this the antigens that would remain from either a flu vaccine or any kind of covid infection at all like covid is all coronavirus is i'm sorry not covid but coronavirus which is covid19 regarding that whole thing is a coronavirus okay if, if what they're saying is to be believed regarding it okay so <clears throat> any kind of coronavirus these pcr tests are going to pick up any kind of, and I'm talking if you if you've eradicated it months ago, those antibodies could still be floating around your bloodstream, and being picked up on these tests. But again, all the better because they want as many positive tests as possible. And that's why they're testing everybody like crazy because they know a certain to a certain extent. I do believe the, the test kits are contaminated anyway. They're unreliable. They're not meant to do this job, and you could have antibodies from a previous common cold or, or flu or flu vaccine floating around your system and then you check positive for covid and it's not that at all that's the normal <clears throat> uh 
Anyway, it's picking up dead virus particles your immune system has eradicated months ago, but due to the constant fear-mongering of the mainstream media, the CDC, the FDA, and the medical pharma cartel, governors, etc., you will be quarantined without any symptoms if you test positive. At least that's where we're moving. They are already doing this in New Zealand. That is true. I've played you the clips from their highest level politicians where they've said that. You test positive, not only you, but your family goes into our camps. Now, I'd like to get some firsthand reports about implementation of that in New Zealand, but I haven't seen much in the last, I don't know, couple weeks on that. Now, you know why so many people are testing positive after they've developed antibodies, <clears throat> just like they would for any yearly flu bug or common cold. Thus, they have attained this herd immunity by being exposed to other humans. Fauci wouldn't dare talk about that fact again, though. So, there's that. Okay, and here's just some recent COVID headlines, okay? or current event headlines first headline covid plans include family separation and involuntary quarantine in camps the plan subjects u.s citizens and residents who are deemed high risk for covid19 to be forcibly removed their families in their homes and involuntarily isolated in prisons now i'm not saying that's here right now but this is the ultimate plan if there's not enough pushback they're already again they're already doing this in new zealand which is where they're beta testing this that in australia and the uk dc to give children vaccine consent behind their parents back without their consent greece will require people to text the government for permission to leave their home under new lockdown conditions next one un global authoritarian lockdown concentration camps announced in in canada less than half of americans will likely comp comply with the new covid lockdown says the gallup poll and then are you prepared for the coming months and that's Peggy Hall, just kind of a good video there. And then HR 6666, Banking for All Act, contact tracing efforts, State Department, etc. That's a good video on that. Uh, then as millions face evictions, Senate proposes $700 billion more for the Pentagon. <laughs> so you're going to have all these people that are losing their jobs, facing evictions. But make sure that you give $7 billion to the Pentagon that's lost trillions of dollars. And that was what they reported like the day before 9-11. And then that all got swept under the rug. When they said they lost like $1.3 They didn't know where it went. Yet they expect you to pay their bogus devil taxes to the IRS that do nothing to run this country. And I've went over that on many, many occasions. I'm not saying all taxes are, are whatever, like gas taxes are for the roads and these types of things. But the IRS is a whole different one. Then another 90,000 airline jobs set to disappear by year end as national lockdown looms then over 20 million americans remain on jobless benefits and that's only going to get so much worse guys i hate to say it but with what they're talking about what they're doing then and i was going to cover this but i'm just not sure about it possible national trucker strike coming on november 29th i, I don't know but i wanted to at least put it out there that it may be a one-day trucker strike there is, I give you a link to the main report I've seen on it. Whether it happens, I don't know. I would think there'd be a lot more chatter about it. Not to say there's not been any, but I would think if it was actually going to happen, we'd know more about it by now. Uh, going further, lawsuit against the perpetrators of the COVID-19 pandemic hoax. German trial lawyer Reiner Fulmich follows up on his initial announcement of a class action lawsuits against the perpetrators of what he calls the pandemic hoax he summarizes the main charges that he says easily will be proved through the 
process of discovery and witness cross-examination in court. He will prove that, number one, whatever is causing the symptoms attributed to COVID-19 causes no more hospitalization or death than the seasonal flu. True. And then two, the commonly used PCR test is incapable of detecting COVID-19. Yeah. And then three, the sole purpose of the PCR test is to generate large numbers of false positive results that can be called cases which will frighten the population into passively accepting the vaccines and restricting of society without question. I mean, and again, you, you go to like, and I try not to even go to Drudge anymore. It's such a mouthpiece of Satan. But, you know, um, I'm just looking here. Big unknown. Where are the people getting infected? Um, USA adds 184,000 cases in one day with no end in sight. Just total lies and fear-mongering off all the false positives, off all the PCR tests that they're doing that were never even designed to do this. And oh, it, it's such a scam. I mean, it is such a scam. Deaths may double over winter. Michigan's worst week. I mean, season of disappointment, depression as virus rages into the holidays. Washington imposes sweeping restrictions. North Dakota governor issues mask mandate. Quarantine fatigue in Texas. Uh, Puerto Rico activates National Guard for curfew. I mean, all I could say is that, you know, unless there's not enough prayer, fasting. And the problem is, is of all the, the demographics I've seen out there, the church, the ones caught in the whole corporate 501c3 church ministry network, they seem to be the most asleep out of everyone that I've seen. And when you don't have, you know, christians in sufficient numbers praying and fasting about a about this nine thousand pound aids infested gorilla in the room well then most likely you're not going to see a lot of the hand of god move now i'm not saying the the remnant that's not woke about this can't do anything about this and pray fast but you know it's like again my people love to have it so <laughs> like the bible talked about the verses i read in part one so it, it, it's, it's almost like where the Bible talks about giving them over to reprobate mind to do those things which are not. It's almost like that's what the church is being turned over. The ones that call themselves Christians, you know, are being almost turned over to reprobate mind. They're under this spell, this Trump, you know, Trump train spell. And there's so much that much delusion that goes along with that spell. So it's almost like God let them have it their way. You, this, if this is what you want, I'll give it to you. And he's probably going to get back in and, you know. I don't know. It's, it's scary stuff. So then the next video, Fauci, the American people need to know what they're told, need to do what they're told. Vax is ready for deployment. What now? So let's play about five, a little over five minutes of this one. Now, this is that Jennifer LaFontaine, and I'm not saying I agree with everything she puts out. <laughs> I don't play her very often, but I thought she made a good point about... Um, this particular thing at the beginning here all right hey guys um let me check. all right so i've been asked for some updates on what's going on in certain things so let's go ahead and talk about that but first i just saw this um fauci says the u.s has an independent spirit but now is the time to do what you're told <laughs> and that's is coming straight from satan a Kabbalistic practicing um, Zionist devil from the pit of hell. 
and he's going to give me a morality lesson. That interesting. You see, for so long we have allowed these politicians to do whatever they want because they kind of stopped teaching us about the Constitution and people for some reason, and I'm seeing it on both sides so nobody uh, act above anyone else, um, that depending upon who we have in the White House or in some other office, then that's who we're going to have to deal with. Um, but this paper right here, right at the top of it, pretty clear. It says, we the people. So she's got a constitution. And that's something so many people have forgotten. I read a statistic that 57 people have never, 57% of people have never even read the Constitution. Well, my goodness gracious. They shouldn't even be voting. I, I say that I shouldn't have voted the first time I voted. Maybe even the second. Who knows? Because people need to be educated before they do crazy things and just allowing the red versus the blue do the same exact thing while you're supporting one or the other just because they're telling you what you like. I mean, I honestly, I understand this, this election was a complete sham. Um, but what part aren't, aren't people getting? Trump's saying the exact same thing. He's saying, you're going to take the vaccine. Exactly. We're going to give it to you for free. Exactly. Meaning, we already paid for it with our taxes. Right. They're both saying the same thing. Yep. Yep. But yet, people are ready to she mark. She means Biden and Trump. They're, they're both saying the same thing. Just one might be a little more, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Trump is any less aggressive with the agenda than Biden would be. Um Biden, I think, would be more aggressive regarding mask mandates and locking down the country and um, th those types of things. But I don't think Tr he's got anything on Trump as far as being aggressive with the vaccine. I mean, I just l listened to his announcement. He just said yesterday, Trump. So, uh, yeah. In Washington, not for the Constitution. I'd be down there with that. If you're going, if your plan to go to Washington or your state capital is to, you know, just make things right and say that no, this is our Constitution says this, and we voted da 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 da. But if you're going yelling Trump, 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 well, I, I don't know. I'm gonna try to open your eyes real quick. I just want to throw something out there, okay? We wouldn't even be in this situation right now. Calm down. It's take a take a breath. But I'm going to be honest, and you need to hear this. We would not even be in this situation right now if Trump did what he told us he was doing: draining the swamp, Obama and Biden, Hillary Clinton. William Barr, practically half of his own cabinet, they would all be in Gitmo for treason. No charges were ever brought up. No. Nothing was ever done. No. And now, what about lock her up? The Hillary thing. I got into that recently. I mean, that never happened. In this situation with 
Crazy Joe. And he's even talking about putting Hillary Clinton as his Secretary of State. When Trump could have just had an investigation for treason for them. But he didn't. No. He didn't. He's part of the club. So what's really going on? What's really going on is Trump is either um, teeing up his side to get prepared for the vaccine or whatever's coming up next. I mean, he keeps talking about it as if his supporters are willing to take it. Oh, absolutely. And from what I've seen, yeah. none of them are, but yet nobody says anything to him about I, it. I agree. Yes. They're just like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's just what exactly. he's got to do. A lot of these people are, 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 I've been around some where they'll be like, yeah, that vaccine's horrible. I'll give him information, but don't dare to say, say anything about Trump, even though he's the one bringing it in. See, that's how far the delusion goes. That's, I mean, I like that point she made. That's, I've seen that over and over. A lot of people do have the, the, the memo on the vaccine, but don't say anything about Trump because he's separate from it. Oh, really? I could have swore he's the one that brought it all in. At least he's the mouth, the main mouthpiece for it. He, if you remember, he wanted the vaccine before the election. He wanted it in October to be implemented so he could look like some kind of satanic hero, I guess thinking he's going to come in and save the day he was more aggressive than fauci or any of these people that bricks lady they told him to pump the brakes trump it, we can't bring it in that quick we know you're exuberant for satan we get it but you, you kind of have to it's pretty bad when trump's the one that has to be reined in because he's frothing at the mouth to get this vaccine to everybody into everybody as quickly as possible mm, i don't know don't want to say that though no, no, it's not. No matter who's in that office. And, I mean, Fauci's telling us right here to our face, we need to just do what we're told. Rock. That's not really how it works. Uh, but at least he said it. Satan. I mean, the other ones are saying it just without saying it. Um, and, and that's what people... Because what they're doing is they're seeing how far they're going to let how far you're going to let them go. Mm -hmm. Every every situation, the mask, the lockdowns, the, oh, shut down your business, on and on and on. Let's see how far we can get them. And you know what that does? That causes a hopelessness. It causes extreme fear. And people truly do get sick. Yeah. And that has been known for forever. Right, yeah, it Absolutely. 100%. Uh, this next report is warning, do not take the COVID vaccine. It will change your DNA forever. Now, this is just another take on it. Uh, let's see here. We are living prophecy. No question in my mind. We are living Bible prophecy. A man by the name of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., you'd think, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he's any kin. Now, that one preacher, though, in Australia that... My listener Debbie said, we, we aren't living anything prof prophetic at all. None of this is, it'll all, it'll all blow over in a week or two or a month or two, and we'll all go back to the new, the, the, the new normal or, or the normal. It's what they're saying. So I mean, he's willing to admit that we are, though, this preacher. But he says, says that almost no one understands what's at stake. 
He said, no one understands what's at stake. Pharma has 80 COVID vaccines in development. 80. Now, I've heard it was uh, it was over 100 before, and it's kind of hard to say, but he's saying over 80, and that's Robert F. Kennedy, uh, whatever. Um, and he is kin to the president. Uh, and he's showing just some of the ones here that, that are in um, what phases they're in and what stage of development and that type of thing. Any of them. But Bill Gates and Fauci pushed Moderna's Frankenstein jab to the front of the line. What are you talking about, preacher? Scientists and ethicists are sounding alarm. Now, I think the Pfizer's, though, the one is the one at the front of the line. Now, this was actually, this video was uploaded on July 28th. So this was a little bit, you know, we, we've, we've come some months from there, and now the Pfizer's at the start of the line. The vaccine uses a new, untested, and very controversial experimental RNA technology. Stop for a moment. Yep. DNA is the code that is in your body. That code is passed from generation to generation, but it's simply code. It's like an encyclopedia. It's like a book of knowledge. All this information, RNA reads it, and RNA takes what it reads and through its own process disseminates it into the body. So here we go. It tells us that the vaccine uses a new untested and very controversial experimental RNA technology that gates has backed it's actually messenger rna for over a decade if instead of in injecting an antigen and adjuvant as with traditional max vaccines moderna plugs a small piece of coronavirus genetic code into human cells yep. altering dna throughout the human body and reprogramming our cells to produce antibodies to fight the virus. mRNA vaccines are a form of genetic engineering called germline gene editing. Moderna's genetic alterations are passed down to future generations. That's right. So in other words, your, your, your genome will be rewritten forever. You're not going to be fully human anymore. And... All your prodigy, all, and I haven't said this yet, but all your children will also be genetically modified creatures if you can procreate at all. Because usually there's always a gigantic sterilization component with these vaccines. Here is a doctor. Her name is Dr. Carrie Matdej. She is an osteopathic trained internal medicine physician, and she's talking about genetically modified humans. And she's showing they're showing you want to see some of these these hybrid creatures they're right watch the video they're showing these things i mean they are freakish don't watch this unless you got like or, i mean you're ready because it's it's pretty heavy it's in about the two minute 20 second mark it starts and they're showing live like hybrid human creatures that have just been born genetically modified humans oh man Lousy. and she's talking about genetically modified humans Lousy. and she's talking about genetically modified humans Oof. she says the code of the that's the stuff of horror movies there
Like, you can't see it. You're listening to me. I'm telling you. That's the stuff of horror movies. All COVID vaccines deploy recombinant DNA. Recombinant is actually the way. RNA technology that rewrites the genetic code, much as Monsanto, for example, yep. rewrites the genetic code of tomato and yep. other seeds. That's right. Genetically modified organisms can be patented and owned. Monsanto owns the GMO yep. seeds. And they'll own you once their vaccine's in you. Because you have a patented product in your system that's rewritten your G your DNA. You also got their nanorobots, and that's theirs. That's the, and that's all part of this whole. I, I believe the whole part of the whole COVID Great Reset UBI agreement that that you would end up entering into, where they own you lock, stock, and barrel because you're literally walking around with their product, their product inside you. Once DNA vaccines are used on humans. And it has never been done before. Nope. Humans could possibly be owned as well. We could be in theory be patented. None of a, this has been discussed at length. And very little about this is publicly known. Scientists do not know how this affects our DNA recombinant. RNA and DNA technology will argues Matt Jez cause permanent and unknown genetic changes in a person's body. Digest that for a moment, because this is coming down the road. What happens to you in this generation, according to these people, will be passed on from generation to generation. You can mess with DNA. You can get into problems with this. And there's a thing called a teratoma. I mentioned to you the other day. I mentioned to you the other day. What is that? That is a cell that shows up where it's not supposed to show up. For example, a nose can grow on your arm. Eyeballs or something that is hideous in appearance can grow in parts of your body. They're not supposed to be there. When you start messing with DNA, right. you are messing with the very program of life. There's only one, glory to God. The, the, the teratoma is what that is. I hadn't heard that term since college. But immediately I remembered it when he said that because a teratoma is a tumor made of several different types of tissue, such as hair, muscle, teeth, bone. Evidently can have eyes in it. They typically form in the ovary, testicle, or coccyx area. But not necessarily. I can remember being in, um, I took a lot of extra training in x-ray in uh, chiropractic college. That was what they call a green coat in the chiropractic so i kind of specialized a lot in x-ray and i can remember doing like practicals where there were teratomas on x-rays that we were looking at and i mean it's like these encased tumors and you could see teeth in there and all kind of stuff and it could be like in your abdominal cavity you know they're crazy but see that's like you know dna genetics gone wild just forming random body parts in different parts of you and evidently th these um when you start playing with these genetics like they're doing these messenger rna vaccines it can cause things like that so that's why when the lady said we don't really know what kind of side effects we're actually going to see because we've never brought a messenger rna vaccine ever successfully to a human market we, we don't even know the horror stories that are coming from these vaccines from you know what's going to happen with the people themselves and also their offspring i think is the whole point there there's just one that can make dna 
A man is a fool to think that something so complicated could evolve that could only come from the hand of an almighty eternal God. Amen. You were programmed to be who you are and what you are. Before the foundation of the world, God made man. That's right. In his the Bible says, Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nation, to Jeremiah. Before I formed thee in the womb. To bring him forth when he created him from the dust of the ground. This is where an RNA vaccine comes in. And nobody's talking about it. The media's not talking about it. Which becomes possible when you have the virus's genetic sequence. Then you have to ask yourself, is why are they not covering something so critical as what I discussed? Basically, we have our genetic code that's encased in this double helix strand, what we call the DNA. And then there's another component that helps to rewrite that DNA called RNA. Viruses are fragments of this genetic code of DNA and RNA. These DNA and RNA fragments get back into the cell, get incorporated within our DNA structure and rewrite certain parts of the DNA in order to help us adapt to our environment and to adjust to environmental triggers. Now, viruses exist inside our cells. And if it wasn't for viruses, the human system would no longer have survived the planet because viruses are how we evolve. Now, I don't know if he's getting an evolution there, but there's a greater point I think is starting. I don't have a problem with microevolution, meaning adaptations that occur in nature and in man, but there's no such thing as macro, where we went from a frog to an ape and from an ape to a human. That's garbage, okay? Because viruses... These DNA and RNA fragments get back into the cell, get incorporated within our DNA structure and rewrite certain parts of the DNA in order to help us adapt to our environment and to adjust to environmental triggers, right? This is where an RNA vaccine comes in, which becomes possible when you have the virus's genetic sequence and you know which genes code for which protein. Making your cell do the work of creating this viral protein that is going to be recognized by your immune system and trigger um, the development of these antibodies. Now, there's never been an RNA vaccine ever developed. What Moderna is planning on doing is creating this RNA vaccine. This is a company that's never put a vaccine out first. One of the many that are creating the RNA vaccines. They have never made any product that's been consumed by humans or utilized by humans. Third, they have bypassed all animal testing, RNA vaccine, which will actually introduce RNA fragments into our system. And what that's going to do is it's going to get incorporated inside our DNA and literally rewrite our DNA. It will rewrite our human code, our exactly. genetic code. This is basically taking the human system and making it into something else. This is going to generationally be so catastrophic because we have no idea what the implications are. You know, it's, this is only the end of mankind. This is only the end of the human race. That's what this is. That's what COVID-19 vaccines represent. The end of the human race. That's what it represents. And Jesus didn't come back to save a whole bunch of Nephilim that have had their you know, genetics wrecked and altered and they're not fully human anymore and they're cyborgs. He didn't come back to save that. You know, That's why I'm saying that it's potentially a very soul-damning thing with these vaccines. And Satan knows what I just said and that's why it's so important for him to get these things in us.
talking about rewriting the human genome, the human genetic code will be rewritten by this vaccine because once it goes in there, it's not like just introducing X or Y or Z. It's introducing in something that is going to start replicating and it's going to be like a chain reaction. Right. It's going to be like a domino reaction and it's going to start causing a rewriting of the genetic code within our system. That's right. It is going to adulterate and mutate our DNA so that we are not even human anymore. That's right. When I say that, I'm not saying it metaphorically. I'm talking about generationally. That's exactly what's going happen it's gonna start <laughs> we're not gonna be human anymore there's another guy saying that he's not even a christian but he's a he's a medical doctor and he's saying it so yeah fun stuff fun fun stuff and um then we have this breaking nanoparticles for for nasal vaccinations the covid test is part of the vac sequence it, or is it part of the vac sequence with a question According to ScienceDirect.com, a peer-reviewed science journal, nanoparticles can be administered through the nasal passages as a vaccination. This has been in the science studies since at least 2009. Could this be why so many people who have tested for the COVID-19 then have gotten sick? Do we need any more reasons to not get a COVID test? They are also gathering your DNA from these nasal swabs. I mean, the more I look into this, the more it just seems like, you know, Frankenstein-ish with just even the tests. Uh, and I've read you the testimonies of some of my listeners that have gotten these tests, the horror stories. And this is just further, further proof of that. I'm going to play this short video here. Well, I didn't think it was possible to blow my mind anymore after so many of the things that we've seen in the last year since COVID launched. But I came across something today that literally blew my mind and somewhat confirmed some suspicions that I've had in the last nine or 10 months about the COVID-19 tests that are being administered uh, through the nasal passages. And initially, if you remember, they had to do it way up inside of your nasal passage. And, and now somehow they figured out how to do it without digging up into your brain. Well, today, on an entirely different path I was on of research, I came across some information on sciencedirect.com. And this is not some off-the-cuff uh, conspiracy site. This is the leading platform of peer-reviewed peer-reviewed literature to advance your research, as you can see on the Science Direct page if you go to the bottom and uh, Click on the About Science Direct. So that's who we're dealing with here. It's a very large peer-reviewed science publication. And within it, I came across this article from February 27th of 2009 uh, called Nanoparticles for Nasal Vaccination. And I'll include, of course, the links for these in the description so you can review them on your own. It doesn't go into a lot of... of He's showing the study in the background in, in the, on the video. ...on it, but all you need to do is read these few paragraphs to get a quick understanding that the plan for vaccinations is to use nanoparticles within the orifices or orify of the body. I'm not sure which, which it is, but of, of the body to administer the nanoparticles, which are, in fact, a vaccination. And so you'll see this article in 2009, which you can read through real quickly. Now, we can then see an update to this in June of 2020. 
uh, well into the COVID-19 agenda. So it's the construction of in vitro nasal cavity mimic M-cell model, design of M-cell targeting nanoparticles and evaluation of mucosal vaccination by nasal administration. And again, there's a short write-up on here. It's very technical and, and a bit beyond me, but um, it's very clear that the science of a nasally administered vaccination now exists. So I've heard a lot of people, especially back in the beginning of COVID, saying that they had gotten sick after getting a COVID test. And people were making the assumption that some of the tests from China or whatever were quote unquote contaminated with COVID. The reality seems to look potentially quite different. And these tests themselves look like they could very well be at least the beginnings of this ultimate vaccination uh, sequence yes. that they're trying to build for the entire world. Uh, I, I've said this before. They're not, Satan would not, and he's behind all this, would not waste an opportunity to implant something six inches into your head. He's not going to waste that opportunity. Now, I'm not saying every one of the test kits are contaminated, but like I said, my, my listener Kimberly, she went in and she got one. She said that one was was bearable and then she went and got another one and there was something on the swab it was bigger and it was something that immediately caused her to recoil in horror essentially and that she was i, I think she smelled it i mean they're, you're going right to the olfactory nerve where it goes up into the head through the cribriform plate and it was very very different so the whole point is, is you know it, it's it's an evil agenda and satan's behind it and he's not going to waste this opportunity to try to implant things into us. This might be the very beginning of what that sequence looks like, where it's not actually a test. And if you've done dug into any of my videos, you, you can see if you go back to how I explain how the PCR tests are completely irrelevant, they don't give real results, they're just complete scientific bunk. I've got a very long video on that yeah. within my playlist if you want to check it out. But um, it seems to me that these uh, these tests could very well be the source of people getting introduced to a COVID uh, type virus strain that is in fact making them sick and they don't even know it. Right. So if you needed another reason to avoid taking a COVID test at all costs, here's some pretty solid scientific proof on sciencedirect.com showing you that the COVID test in and of itself may very well be part of the vaccination sequence okay so we have that so that's pretty compelling then we have this uh makia freeman from the freedom articles published a very interesting article this past week raising serious questions about the pcr tests which we have already reported on are not reliable which is what we just got confirmation of there and why the cotton swabs why did these cotton swabs have to be so long makia writes we need to ask ourselves whether these COVID tests are in fact a clever way to gain secret access to inside of our bodies, especially our brains. The nasal swabs being called nasopharyngeal are incredibly long, about six inches or 15 centimeters, which means they reach to the very back of our throats, really the sinus cavities. 
is there any medical reason not really our throats but sinus cavities anyway is there a medical reason why these swabs must be this length in human anatomy the cribriform plate is the midline bone important as part of the cranium uh and of the nose which transmits the olfactory nerves which is how we smell that's what olfactory essentially means it's a cranial nerve and they uh it's a very delicate and fragile part of our body why on earth do the COVID test contain a swab with a padded stick which can poke and prod this delicate bone? Could it be because the cribriform plate allows access to the brain or the most direct access to the brain? Could these COVID tests be used to uh, slyly infect people with some disease-causing agent? Deliver the vaccine, which they claim they are still developing. Now, see, this is a totally separate report saying, are they actually delivering some type of vaccine? that's maybe odorless and and you don't even know or could there be nanoparticles on there okay that they're implanting and we've talked about that or both and and some of this stuff maybe now you know the the only way to really know this would be for um some people that were like whistleblowers that got let's say a cross sampling of these tests different let's say different ones from different labs or whatever and then actually put these things under some type of very very powerful microscope and examine to see if there's actually anything on these and then maybe they'd find out well 50 percent yes 50 percent no 50 percent they're contaminated with some type of virus maybe 50 percent they're contaminated with some type of nanoparticle who knows i, I don't know foreign dna i you know i don't know how it would come out but i sure wouldn't trust any of this knowing how satanic this agenda is how can we trust any part of this process i think that's a very very fair question to ask okay so going further um let's see here could they be used to deliver the vac a vaccine which they claim is still in development or even implant people with nanotechnology um I asked a retired medical doctor who is known to Health Impact News, which is the publication that's putting this out, about what Makaya was saying here regarding the need for a long, so long of a cotton swab penetrating so far into the body. Here's what the doctor said. Quote, there's no valid reason for swabbing the nasopharynx so deeply that it causes pain or injury to the extreme back and roof of the nose. Whatever microorganisms are there are distributed throughout the entire nose and throat. Exactly what I've been saying. They're already there in the front of your nose as well in the back if there are microorganism, microorganisms at all. They're also in your mouth. You could just swab your cheek, which is the normal way you'll get a DNA. Like if, if like they're trying to get DNA from a, um, a subject or whatever, they swab the inside cheek. Now, I know they're getting skin cells there, but it's going to be there. These microorganisms aren't going to just be six inches back right where the cribriform plate is and nowhere else. It doesn't make any sense. They're going to be equally distributed. There are These are supposedly easily communicated by a sneeze, hence the need for masks. You don't have to go digging for them. You could even blow your nose into a tissue and that would be sufficient sample to culture. There is something highly suspicious about these COVID tests um jim stone recently alluded to this post in, in entitled the coronavirus test is not credible and likely to be uh, clandestine for brain access and he says quote they are claiming the virus wrecks the nervous system of a large percentage of people 
uh, leaving lasting neurological problems and brain damage. But I'd like to ask, is it really the virus doing that or are the tests doing it? Because remember guys, a lot of the people that are, are coming up with this, they're saying they're losing their sense of smell. Well, that's where they're accessing during the tests. Are whatever they're putting back there, whether they be nanoparticles, whether it be foreign triple helix DNA, uh, whether it be uh, some type of virus where you'll check positive even though you never had it. I mean, is, is that what is that doing to the olfactory nerve? Is it damaging it? Well, a lot of these people are losing their sense of smell. Okay. Um, all the more reason to do zinc because zinc has a lot to do with um, smell and also has a lot to do with your immune system. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. F folks, the coronavirus tests themselves in many cases, there are different types, but in many cases, they're obviously what is causing this brain damage that is actually occurring in some people that are supposedly getting COVID-19. Could it just be the tests? You know? Easily explained, many of the tests, all of them that use these incredibly long swabs, take their sample from the cribriform plate, which is a millimeter thick bone at the top of the nasal cavity that is perforated with many holes that go directly into the brain cavity. Now, I know I've covered this before in previous studies, but it's a good refresher because this is a very, very important issue here. These holes are what your olfactory nerve, nerves pass through, and there are many. The bone is similar to a coarse screen. If you wanted to sabotage somebody by planting a clandestine brain virus, nanotech, or um, plant a chip in someone, or foreign DNA, this would be the place to do it because perhaps, because perhaps a doctor could get a chip out, but individuals certainly could never without performing perforating that very thin bone that is not even really a bone. It's about half nerves made up of half nerves and anyone attempting to do an extraction from the cribriform plate would likely end up killing themselves it's that fragile but you know they're just going right back in there and all, all the time it's like performing brain surgery it's it's about you know it could be theoretically that risky and just you know people just jamming the swabs back in there no 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 <laughs> i'm never getting one ever um any chemicals, viruses, nanotech, or whatever else they wanted to put there will have immediate access to the brain, and you can forget about, and you can forget about getting that out. Once it's in, it's in, just like a vaccine. Once it's in you, it's in you. Now, I'm not saying God can't neutralize it. If you did it and you prayed about it, and I'm not saying he can't, but again, it's not something I would do, you know, willingly go and do, and then just pray afterward. And I'm just sorry, but that's the advice I would give people. Uh, it would be literally right on the brain uh, when it's placed and it would go right in. People complain about the test being excruciatingly painful with the pain lasting for days sometimes. What For what reason would the test need to touch the most, the most brain accessible part of the human body? Exactly. And it's all part of what will we put up with, you know? And they've got blood tests that can do this and they would only have to swab the front of your nose. Now, it was funny. I saw somebody the other day getting one of these tests and they were only swabbing the front of their nose. So they weren't sticking it like six inches into the head. So, you know, I don't know. I guess it depends who you go to sometimes. Uh, next report, 5G whistleblower. Coronavirus test is spreading the virus. This is just more confirmation from different sources. 
what they're doing is spreading it to people via the testing. Sorry to be honest, but that's what's happening. So when you're tested, it gives them an opportunity to contaminate you with the virus because they want to cover up the fact that millions of people will die from the excessive radio frequency, frequency um, radiation. I was the head of the largest business unit at Vodafone, their headquarters in Newbury, between 2014, 2013 through 2015. Um, I was privy to a number of the new technologies that were coming down the pipe that was going to be implemented, namely the Internet of Things, and secondly, the 5G technology. I knew a long time ago that 5G was dangerous, but I didn't understand the correlation with the coronavirus, which I now do and I want to be able to explain that to you. So what is happening um, there is a deliberate strategy to roll out 5G which is the fifth generation internet um, radio spectrum frequencies that enable mobile phones, smartphones and all devices to function on a much faster processing ability and with the introduction of AI, artificial intelligence and the internet of things where all devices will be connected so whether it's your car, whether it's your phone whether it's your fridge, refrigerator whether it's your electricity in your house, it's all going to be on a smart grid, effectively a type of matrix unfortunately, sorry to use that term so what is happening is that this technology has to be rolled out globally. My company that I used to work for and as they're running their largest worldwide business unit um, is Vodafone. Vodafone are in partnership with Huawei or Huawei, whatever you call them, a Chinese telecoms company. And they have been rolling out systematic 5G implementation in multiple locations. What's the relevance? The frequency that they're using, and I also ran a telecoms company back in 2010 through to 2013-14, some of you will be aware, they specialized in radio spectrum. That we This is the ability to take external signals from satellites into buildings. Um, and so that the frequency that you experience in power on your phone is the same in the building as it is outside of the building. When mobile networks were created initially, they thought people would be on the road all the time, hence why they were called mobile phones. But actually what happened is people used their mobile phones in buildings and the signal wasn't strong enough to, pen to penetrate buildings. That's called radio spectrum. And they're different um, megahertz frequencies, etc. So the 5G frequency is a very high frequency, very, very, very high frequency. It is just below the classification of a weapon. Uh, and I'll tell you why. The frequency that they're using, which is 10 times faster than 4G, unfortunately, when it comes into connection with human bodies, causes cell poisoning. Cell poisoning. So our bodies try to fight the radiation that is in the form of cell poisoning because of this frequency. It is effectively radiation. And what happens is our bodies uh, kick out the toxicity or toxins with some pro proteins and some DNA, RNA from our cells in the form of a chemical which is called a virus. So most diseases are excretions from cells that we are trying to pull out of our body or push out of our body. And it will head towards orifices to be excreted or um, expunged out of our body. So our noses or our mouths. So you can understand the picture I'm painting. So what's happening, sorry for the detail, but this is going to take a bit of time. What is happening is that um, 5G, the frequency and the power, which is 10 times more powerful than 4G, is reacting adversely with human cells, 
causing cells in our bodies to be poisoned, toxic, and our natural defense mechanism is pushing out that toxicity in the form of a virus. So what you're seeing is not coronavirus per se, you're seeing cell poisoning manifesting with fluids, chemicals, viruses that the body is trying to um, dispose of because it's harmful to its physical body. So all that's occurring around the world, and I hear your minds thinking, well, how can that be, Pastor? But I'll explain in a moment. All that's, recur- all that's occurring in the world is a reaction to human bodies to the electrification of the universe through 5G satellites, 5G towers, 5G cells that are being populated in major cities around the world. So this is what is causing this pandemic. So sorry to say, second point... Now, again, I'm not of the of, of the opinion that it's just 5G because there's some other things that don't make sense then re- regarding that. I do think that it started out as some uh, with the COVID thing and the 5G made it 10 times, 50 times worse, I don't know, in Wuhan, where they had 20,000 5G base stations set up. But once it escaped that containment area where they didn't have the same level of 5G saturation that there was in Wuhan, then it became a much lesser thing for the most part. And I, so again, I'm not saying there's no viral component like some people saying it's just the 5G, but I think that what happened is that it mutated pretty quickly we're fearfully and wonderfully made the body figured it out but then in areas where there was still high levels of 5g and they'd never seen this thing before then to a certain extent yes certain people were affected but typically it's going to be people that were totally immunocompromised people that would have been susceptible to a common cold or a flu anyway type of thing okay so i've said that for a long time this is the largest global cover-up in history for the impact on human beings based on technological advancements i hope that makes sense i don't have time to quantify that i will give you further information in a moment so what is happening is not the coronavirus it is a virus that is being produced by cell poisoning and therefore now the 5g can create coronaviruses in the body we have covered that and i think that's what he's in reference to the virus that we have is really a measure or indication of our cells excreting toxins. This is what's killing people. So let me give you some facts that will hopefully make this compelling. So one of the first cities that Vodafone, Highway, and some of the other technology companies rolled out the ubiquitous blanket 5G. Guess where it was? Wuhan, China, where this Uh coronavirus was supposedly meant to start in some fish market. That is complete nonsense. It, it's, it started as a result of radioactive or radio, radio frequencies at a high level creating radiation that was toxic to cells. And that's why people were falling over, dying in the streets, etc. So they've tried to cover it up. So because it has a, a flu type um, uh, characteristics, they are using coronavirus to try and hide the fact that people are dying from the 5G uh, frequency. So let me just explain. Other major cities that rolled this out, it takes six months for this to impact your physical body. So last year, um, obviously Wuhan was the first city. Um, then Spain rolled out 5G. 
Italy rolled out 5G. So you're seeing an uncommon level of fatalities because of the level of 5G penetration in these countries. Italy has had more fatalities than any other country because it is densely populated with 5G and the older generation doesn't have the immune system to fight against it. Let me move on because of time. So Italy has rolled it out. Spain has rolled it out. Most major cities have rolled it out around the world and countries. London is one of the biggest uh, CCTV centers and obviously they're in the process of rolling out more 5G. What is the relevance of all of this? The relevance is the uh, coronavirus is not what's killing people. It is clearly, categorically, unequivocally and scientifically proven that the radio frequencies that we are being exposed to is what is killing the people. Why are they allowing it? Because of multiple agendas, but primarily because 5G is the only network with the speed to handle the future. And where we're going rapidly is a world run by AI, artificial intelligence, the internet of things where everything's interconnected on the internet, a new global currency that is coming out, hence why I've been pushing what I've been pushing for the last five years in Africa with our own digital currency um, to combat what was coming. Um, in addition to that, there will be driverless cars. There'll be a number of different things that um, basically need to run on 5G. So they cannot reverse the implementation of these this technology. And, and they're happy for it to, to the, the sacrifice to be millions of lives around the world. Just to prove the point further, um, the cruise ships were installed with 5G. So the people that were quarantined on the cruise ships, they were uh, cruise ships that had 5G, and that's why the people were getting sick. Hospitals have 5G. Major cities have 5G. Um, airports have 5G. So these are places where uh, people will automatically get sick if they're exposed to the inordinate levels of radiation through radio spectrum um, poisoning. Okay, so let me move on. Um, we've had three pandemics in the last 120 years. Uh, the first pandemic was in 1918, which was called the Spanish flu pandemic. This was when they implemented radio waves globally. And now, again, he's going to just say it's that. And I'm going to say, yes, it might have been that, in, but it was definitely in combination with the aggressive vaccine campaign that the military was rolling out. And the people and first-hand testimonies, and again, this is the whole one of the main premises of my avian flu presentation, were were first-hand testimonies, you know, multiple, multiple, that I quoted, you know, people that were hale and hearty one day, they got the vaccine and they were dying of the Black Death the next. I mean, it was so aggressive, whatever they were putting in the vaccines. Now, the radiological component. I'm not saying it didn't have a, a, a part to play in that as well, but it wasn't the only thing. And he's he's kind of getting dogmatic, like a lot of people are saying. Well, there's no viral component. There's no, why would Satan do it that way? Wouldn't wouldn't it be wouldn't it behoove Satan that there was actually some teeth to the actual thing regarding the uh, an actual virus infecting you, and then the 5G just makes it so much worse. It just you know cranks it up, kind of like a binary agent increased electrification of our universe. Guess what happens? Millions of people died six months later with a pandemic they called the Spanish flu pandemic. Roll on a number of years. World War II, just after that, another pandemic, which was the implementation of radar equipment globally. Satellites went up, a myriad, a plethora of different satellites went up into the, the uh, what they call is the Van Allen Belt 
um, basically where they store and send uh, satellites. So when that was in, in, implemented, again, there was a number of deaths from the pandemic. Um, the last major pandemic was in 1968, which was called the Hong Kong flu. Guess what they did then? They rolled out another level of satellite penetration in the Van Helen belt, over 100,000 satellites that were transmitting um, radar um, signals, radar field in the cosmic field, basically. So these were satellites that were pushing telecommunications and radar um, communication. So we had um, radio waves first at the beginning of the century, and then they implemented radar equipment and telecommunication satellites. These caused pandemics that killed multiple millions of people, and the last one was in 1968. So guess what's happening now? They've rolled out 5G, and this is impacting people's lives, killing people people around the world and they're covering it up in the name of um uh coronavirus so that is a fact please go okay so we have that that goes on for quite a bit I, I give you all the links to these um i'm way over on time that's really all i can i can get into today now i covered the main things i wanted to cover about the the testing now i got more to go over but i think that will <laughs> um give you a good base to draw on i will I will finish up the remaining material that I didn't cover today, Lord willing, in the next teaching that I do, and then all the other updated information. Uh, but anyway, God bless you, and Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.